Meanwhile, at the Hall of Cage. Well, I'm one of those fortunate people who like my job, sir. Got my first chemistry set when I was seven, blew my eyebrows off, we never saw the cat again, been into it ever since. <laughs> I did a bare 360 triple backflip in front of 22,000 people. It's kind of funny. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Somehow they managed to get every creeping freak in the universe in this one plane. Coffee and a muffin. Okay, so I need to establish themes. Maybe banana. That's a good muffin. So just quiet down, my little one, and call me dad. Get some balloons and go to the puppet show. Sorry, boss, but there's only two men I trust. One of them's me, and the other's not you. It's like the heartburn equivalent of a movie. <laughs> I feel like that was just like that was a high school play version of whatever that script was. But it felt like, well, it was, you yeah. know, there was a script involved in that. I'm sure there was at one point. I mean, there had to have been. They threw it out the window after the, the third uh, day. I mean, could you imagine how filthy it w- would have been? I mean, I'm sure the original they had, cut. They had to is. burn that fucker. Like I usually hate breath noises on these episodes, but that I hope that long sigh was captured just now because that was 100 percent fucking real. Oh. Is, is, is anybody getting tums for this movie? Because I think I keep tums in my bag. I might fucking need. I made to eat the whole damn bottle. <laughs> God, I'll buy you some replacement tubs. You know, buy, buy you some replacement tubs on the bayou. On the bayou. God. Remember, you need chicken blood to catch a catfish. Always need the chicken blood. That's the only way to catch. How did a cat. he? I just don't. How did he get there? The, the ghost of horny past. <laughs> Very horny. The entire movie was horny. Just, no, like what? What is the anti? Like that entire movie was the opposite of erotic in any way. So what if we just call it non-erotic? It was an <laughs> interaction. <laughs> <laughs> like it was the opposite of sexy that your boner went inside your body. It's still hard, but in reverse. My genitals have retracted. Damn, I thought that was a hernia. <laughs> it could shot up inside of my abdomen. <laughs> Completely. Currently resting somewhere near the bladder. <laughs> your bladder's like, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing here? Jeremy, before you put too many of those in your mouth, I must warn you, we have been recording the Oh, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> Why do you think I've been going ham on? I just thought you really like gummy bears. <laughs> I do really like gummy bears, but I also wanted to provide that visual effect to, for everybody. Uh, to start the episode off real quick, want to do another show. Shout out to our boys in Tappahannock and our girls in Tappahannock and our unspecified genders in Tappahannock. They've been coming in clutch. We have a full base of listeners there or one bot that really likes us. I don't know which. It's a Sasquatch. Could be, could be. And if that's the case, shout out to our cryptids. <laughs> right? And I mean, <laughs> look, I don't care what Pat says. You. My Bigfoot joke is the funniest goddamn joke in the world. <laughs> Which one is it again? It's the one where, uh, so yeah, I dreamt last night that Bigfoot and I were walking across the desert that is my life. And uh, we're walking side by side. And when I looked back uh, at the footprints we've left behind, during the toughest parts of my life, there was only one set of footprints. And I looked at Bigfoot and I said, Bigfoot, why, when I needed you the most, why, when my life was the most difficult, was there only one set of footprints? And Bigfoot looked at me and said, ah! <laughs> 
And that's more exciting than Zandily. Yep. <laughs> I love that joke. I will have to uh, confirm with a uh, expert I know to see if that's the actual sound that Bigfoot makes. But, <laughs> Please you do. know, still a, still a pretty decent joke. <laughs> I think I might have told your dad that joke once. You probably did. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, everyone, welcome to Cajun Greatness, <laughs> the Hello. show where we watch movies, and we watched Zandali. Mm. I gotta do the hand motion. Can you feel my mustache? Can you hear the sound my mustache is making on the microphone right now? Is it now? sad? Probably. <laughs> is it making sad mustache sounds? Because it feels for Judge Reinhold. <laughs> Man, I might start a fire. I better calm down. Like, there was only one decent human being character in this movie, and it's Judge Reinhold. Uh, her, nah, yeah. I'd, I'd say Joe Pantaloon was probably uh, the most kind-hearted person in this entire movie. Oh, yeah, no, Joe Pantaleone, he was cool. He was cool. <laughs> and, you know, the guy the from <laughs> he wanted just to buy art. Yeah, he was fine. And you know what? Steve Buscemi for a, for a criminal in another Nicolas Cage movie? Not that bad. There is a pattern. Randomly sh showing up, giving out <laughs> words of wisdom. There's a Nicolas Cage pattern of, of over-the-top yelling and New Orleans and Steve Buscemi. No so, Haunted House, though. No. I'm sorry, Marco. I was about to say, is this the prequel to the book? <laughs> <laughs> so we watched Zandali. Yes. And despite the fun-sounding name, uh, there was no fun to be had here. So we're going to do that thing where we go around in a circle and we tell our regular special guest, Ken Logan, how mad we are that he bailed on tonight <laughs> and did not suffer with us. We're coming to find you, Ken. And then we're also going to give our star ratings and say what we thought of Zandali. And then we're going to talk about the movie. And it's going to be hopefully more entertaining in this movie. Yeah, I feel like Ken may have like looked up a short synopsis. <laughs> Even though I, I think like a synopsis would have given you more information than the movie that we watched. Honestly, yeah, I'm pretty sure it would have. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to look up the synopsis. Ken, and yes. start us off. What did you think of Zandali? You could have told me that this movie was directed, written and directed and produced by Tommy Wiseau and I would have believed you. You could have told me that this movie was written, directed, and produced, and hell, even starring, even though you couldn't see the guy, Neil Breen. Oh, God. And I would have fucking believed you. Uh, every, uh, listeners out there, I... <laughs> Are you flummoxed? I'm giving it a star. For, first of all, it's lucky it's getting that. Uh, the, the only thing that saved it was it, it wasn't gaudy. Like, at least it had some, like, uh, and we'll get to it. I, I will go over the uh, few entertaining bits that I um, suckled from this little morsel. But, uh, yeah, um, it's like, look at me. I'm Zandali. Should have fucked Steve Buscemi. But, you know, it's a star. It's a star. Bravo. Man, I felt like that would have got a pop with a different audience, but, you know. <laughs> Jeremy? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm at a loss because I do agree. The, it had a very strong The Room vibe to it. Like, oh, that was about halfway through it, especially, like, when... Just, just the way that uh, Cage looked in this one, it was just like, bro, where did you come from? And 
I think I said this when we got done is I need to go watch Beverly Hills Cop now so I can restore my my love for Judge Reinhold because <laughs> for real Billy I just no I love those uh, no I I had to give it like a I've got to give it like a, a half star because it's going to require like a whole thing of Tums to like forget this and like <laughs> me going to watch like seven dumb action movies in a row just to forget the stain. Wait, Tums is a memory suppressant? Possibly. Uh, it's not confirmed. I'm, don't I, don't I, trust that. Well, there was a Harvard study. Before you start throwing <laughs> fucking accusations like that. I'll okay. tell you tomorrow or I might not. <laughs> uh, just, you know, good thing of Tums. That's why I was just munching out on the gummy bears. I thought they were Tums. Right. So. <coughs> gummy bears. Yes. Tummy bears. Tummy bears. <laughs> That's the uh, spinoff show for Care Bears. Right. Mm. So I have a habit of rating movies higher than the rest <laughs> of my co-hosts most of the time. Generally speaking, <clears throat> especially for some of the worst ones, I'll be like a star higher. Right. Because I'm much more forgiving. I try to find the good in a lot of these movies, you know. Like, I don't even think Gotti is that bad. I didn't hate it. It wasn't good. But I didn't hate it. Like, I hated The Fanatic, or The Holy Mountain, or Left Behind, or Jiu-Jitsu. That streak is not going to last tonight. This movie was so fucking bad. <laughs> um, I gave it a star. Because I can't, in good conscience, put it on the same level as Left Behind or The Fanatic. But it is very, very close. This at least had the benefit of being an hour and 20 minutes long. It, it felt longer. It felt very yeah, long. There so was, much longer. Yeah. Because the editing, which can be generously <laughs> described as slapdash, made it feel longer. Because each scene lasts about six seconds. Some, before it yeah. jumps to an entirely different scene. <laughs> <clears throat> One star. This is this is a bad movie. This movie was released straight to video in 1991 to give you some idea of what we're dealing with. Recorded on videotape. That was, <laughs> that was like, like, in 91, that was like reserved for like Disney sequels. Uh, there, yeah. There's like a pattern of these like, like these movies that we watch that are from the early 90s that look like they were shot in the fucking 70s. Mm -hmm. And it's just bad. I bet it's the equipment. I mean, probably. Like I said, it was it was home hand, video, hand crank <laughs> video recorder. Yes. Like he's having to like stand there and just, but Lord, that was. So do you, do you have a the international version of this film? Uh -oh. <laughs> There's an international version. There is. Uh, see, because it was originally rated NC-17, right? By the MPAA. So it's the director's cut, essentially. They were trying to save us. There is the original, quote-unquote, unrated and uncut version and an R-rated version. I, I don't know which one we watched. We watched the R one, I think. I, whatever. <laughs> the international version has a few more scenes, which help explain the characters a bit better Ooh. than the U.S. version. How wonderful. I will not be checking the veracity of that claim, <laughs> nor would I recommend anyone else do so. No, no, no. So I'm now going to give you the plot, as I do, of this movie, and we will discuss it. <laughs> Judge Reinhold is married to Lady, and Lady is unsatisfied with their marriage. Judge Reinhold's friend, Nicolas Cage, shows up 
and sexually assaults her, essentially. But she digs it because it's the 90s. They have a torrid love affair. Judge Reinhold is sad. Judge Reinhold loses his mind, gets on a boat with the both of them, intentionally drowns himself while biting Nicolas Cage, at which point Lady and Nicolas Cage attempt to continue their love affair when she is unceremoniously shot by Nicolas Cage's drug dealer, and the movie ends. That is the entirety of the plot. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Of Zandali. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this 12-minute episode. We can go home now. Let's oh, yeah, I'm already there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I have to drive. <laughs> God. So, this lady spends most... I don't know her name. She it's Zandali! No, the, the, act, <laughs> the actress. Like, the, the actress's name is Zandali. Like, yeah, Hold on, I got it. It's uh, character's it's name is Zandali. Erica Anderson. But that's a stupid, stupid name. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Man. I kept calling her Zan. Yeah. Zanzibar. Sounds like a fucking wonder twin. <laughs> God, the whole time I was trying to like um, pinpoint what else I've seen her in. From uh, Nightmare on Street 5. It's right there. Twin Peaks. Haven't seen that. There was a hot second where I thought that she was the oh, actress shortlist. from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that played April, and then I had to look it up and was like, oh, God, no. <laughs> she, in the beginning, very strongly resembled Amy Jo Johnson. Yeah. yeah. But it, as the movie went on, you're like, no, no, this is a different, much worse actress. So I'm just going to put this out there for the beginning. At the very beginning of this movie, they seemed like their marriage was fine, and then it's like a light switch just mm -hmm. happened. It it really did because the beginning of the movie is like upbeat jazz music, and she's like naked, and yeah. he's like, and they're like happy, <laughs> yeah, and then she's watering the plants, and she's naked, and, and then Nicolas Cage comes in, and she's immediately just like sourpuss. Yeah, like oh, Cage is here. My husband is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> There was, there was even a scene where she went from, like, zero to 60 with, like... Oh, hold on. I wrote it down because you you told me to. <laughs> Let me find it. The, I wish you were a paraplegic so then I could understand. That's right. That is a real <laughs> quote because Judge Reinhold talked about feeling paralyzed by his life, his job. He's like, I'm a paraplegic of the soul. And that's how she responded. Well, for a wee bit of context in this relationship, uh, Judge Reinhold and Zandali, um, I presume um, when they met, he was a uh, really good, at least semi-successful poet. He apparently wrote a book. Yeah, yeah. really. I'd yeah, see. I fucking was, missed that part. Well, it was like laying on the bed at one scene, and he like picks it up, and she's all like, you should write more. And he's like... Yeah. I just can't go to write, you know, the dude's trying to deal with like the fact that his dad died and he was immediately just like thrust into this company. Like, man, it's dealing with some shit. You could tell it was his book because it was his stupid, stupid name. Yes. Jerry. I just kept just spell with a T-H-I-E-R-R-Y. Yeah. Every time that came on the captions, it was a bit jarring. Yeah. Sorry. But, but uh, also, uh, he apparently uh, with his uh, loss of the art of poetry, I guess his uh, passion for life, or passion for uh, lovemaking, is also uh, quite out the his window. His dick don't work. His dick just doesn't function, apparently. And uh, <laughs> he put down his pen and his 
sword dropped too, apparently. <laughs> but never fear fucking Nicolas Cage with what I hope is some of the worst hair extensions I've ever seen oh, shows nice. the fuck up. Oh. So he shows up windmilling in a bad hair piece. Oh, yeah. He, like, he, immediately. Like, in a hallway, shadow silhouette, just... Yeah, it, that might as well have been that famous interview. Yeah, like, like that was his entrance was like, well, that's Nicolas Cage right there. He shows up <laughs> to these guys' birthday parties where they have strippers and they're all wearing fezes. And uh, the phrase to quote him was, boy always did have a sweet tooth. Yep. Yeah. Pouring whipped cream all over a stripper. Yeah, I remember that scene because like they get there, he sits down, uh, she sits in his lap and then immediately gets up and then it's whipped cream time. Yep. <laughs> I just like some of the, like the blocking, the editing, you know, here you go. You're like Neil Breen. And, and this entire time. Also, don't forget that Judge Reinhold is doing what might be the worst attempt at a New Orleans accent. I've heard in a very long time, not since Wilfred Brimley and Hard Target, have I heard a terrible New Orleans accent this bad. Yeah, it, it was goofy. It was all over the place. I didn't feel like any convincing bit of his uh, part of the film. Uh, ironically enough, until the end, when like uh, when he lost his mind. Yes, when Psycho Judge started coming out, I was like, mm -hmm. okay, I could strangely get behind this. Waving a reason. gun around and shit. After <laughs> him and Nicolas Cage had a dance. Thing. Oh, a very intense dance standoff. And then he just produced a gun. Yep. He just should have shot them both right there. Would've I would have been fine with that ending. Uh, yeah, same. Oh, man. I, I thought, God, I thought this movie was going to go so many ways. <laughs> it's like so many fucking ways. <laughs> but, yeah, like, uh, I presume that uh, Nicolas Cage and Judge Reinhold, they were pals. They've been buddies for a long time. Yeah, they, yeah. apparently they went to school together before they drifted, and then Cage shows up working at Judge Reinhold's dad's company. Yeah. Southern cum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More like Southern cum, am I right, boy? For a while, I had no idea what the the company was until he was just like, my father bought a radio station at like, what was it, 25? And I then was like, know. by 30, he was a millionaire. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so y'all are a radio company. And then later, Nicolas Cage brings up the fact that like, he gets fired and he's like, something about cable. It's like, so it's a television company. Uh, it's, it's unspecified media communications. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say comm is communications. Huh? That's no. easy. I didn't think about that until now, actually. It probably shifted from radio to cable television or something early on or satellite or some shit. Analog. And see, I also thought there was going to be some kind of like weird plot with like him taking over the company and like fighting for the company, especially when he has that conversation with the guy about the basically like the books are wrong. Like, yeah. this is what the money they're offering. Like, no, you don't understand. This is what you're getting. Like, no, it, it clearly says right here, man, that like we're not, the, the money's not right. Mm -hmm. Well, your father would, and it's like. Oh. And then it's never brought and then, yes, again. Yes, it never happens no. again. No. <laughs> he has that weird dinner with that guy, and he's like, you should come camping with me in Mississippi. And it's like. You're going to die. Come to my weird hunting club in yeah. Mississippi. You like hunting, don't you? It's like there, there's 18 different tiny threads of side plots that nobody gave a shit about. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, like, you, you just had to have Zandali naked. A lot. Most of the movie. Like fucking 75% of the movie. There's a lot of fucking. Yeah. Honestly, like if, if we looked at the time, uh, just the ratio of her being naked or not being naked, it is legitimately without exaggeration at least 50 50 yeah 
Like, it's probably closer to 60-40 of her being naked as opposed to not. In the NC-17 cut, I hear, she's just nude the whole time. Even in the scenes where she should probably have clothes on. In the store, in the shop. In helping the customers. When she's running through the streets it, and not in front of a train. Praying next to the priest, naked. Whole time. Yeah, whole time. Well, remember, uh, the people are the church. That's right. just a building. Yeah. You can yeah. fucking do whatever you want in there. Apparently so. Seems like. <laughs> hey, fucking the confessional mood. Well, that was less fucking and more no. rape. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was definitely more she was rape. Yeah. Crying. She was crying pretty hard. That, there were parts of this movie that made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's yeah. not fun. It's like the whiplash of emotions from, like, the individuals in this movie. It's just... Uh, it's just hard to track, you I know. Am. Like if you met, if you knew people like this in real life, y- you would not want to know these people in real life. No. <laughs> Nicholas Nicholas Cage's character was like hyper aggressive. Like the first minute that he meets Zandala, he's just like, "I'm gonna fuck her." Yeah, that was probably the cocaine. His probably character is yes. on so much cocaine. Oh yeah, all of the coke. And um, going back to like the fact that we had, there was like so many little uh, little tiny subplots, like you said. Um. Steve Buscemi loves seeing him in things. Oh yeah, his. You could have taken him out of the whole fucking movie, and nothing would have changed. Yeah, he but it was like funny. It was fun. Yes, as a as a weirdly philosophical thief. Well, he was a part of the prison system when she sees him at first because he's like yeah. picking up trash. Yeah, like but he was a thief because he kept stealing shit. Yeah, and so, but like every time Steve Buscemi would walk into frame, my first thought is. I would like the movie to follow him now. <laughs> I want to see the fun misadventures of this character. Like, I don't care about Zandley or Thierry or Nicolas Cage. Oh, and then there was the whole side plot with the the woman, the old woman that lived with them, Tata. I think that was Judge grandma. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and her apparently affair where she had some old dude... Move and f- yeah, no. Apparently, the, the whole bit was apparently this dude had been in love with her forever, and they were having an affair while she was married, and then her husband died, and now here he is moving in with. So, like, she's like tacitly approving of Zandali being with Cage right up until it kills Judge Reinhold. Then she's like, "You slut!" It's like yeah. from the get, she's like, mm, "I can smell the dick on you." <laughs> <laughs> she knows. She knew what was up. So, hey, you want to play Scrabble? I just put a word down. It says strumpet. they have that exchange where that guy's like I'll be back and he just like stands up and I was just like what's going on here it's like well, I think he was just leaving so they could talk. Yeah. Well, and she was like, you, we, we don't communicate. Like, that was one of the more normal parts of the entire movie. He's like, I'll skedaddle so y'all can have some girl talk. Yeah. Okay? Oh, Zendley just walked in and grabbed the entire <laughs> bottle of wine from us. It seems like she wants to discuss something with you. I'll just take my bow tie and mosey. Exactly. <laughs> God. There was the dinner scene, too. Oh, the Marissa Tomei scene. Yeah. Yeah. With, yeah, with she May. was in this. What a waste. <laughs> Half a scene and two answering machine messages. Remy. My no. cousin Vinny, this Ray is not. Remy or whatever. It's like too bad y'all didn't get married because it'd be a, a Remy Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Nicholas Cage is trying to, you know, finger banger underneath the table and she's stabbing him with a fork. He's like... This is every, these two people are having an affair and it's supposed to be cringy and put you on the edge of your seat movie <laughs> done so badly. Like, yeah. it, nope, like all these people are terrible. I don't care about anything going on except Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Like, I, I hate that all these movies go back to walk hard to me now. <laughs> but, like, this whole, like, um, 
uh, relationship dynamic that they have just reminds me of just like this fucking five second scene in Walk Hard the Dewey Cox story. It's where they're like, haha, frolicking in the street, and then they kiss, and then they stop, and then she goes, oh, we can't do this. And, and then they just start kissing again. Oh, we can't. And just slaps again. And it's like, it's the whole fucking movie. Walk Hard sums up the entire plot the of Zandalay. universal. And like the whole time, too, Zandalay's talking to Judge Reinhold. Like, I know you're trying to do, but you're, you're never going to make it, Dewey. You're never going to make it. All your dreams are terrible. It's, Yo. it's, the whole time it's like, guys, this dude's going through shit. Just talk to one another. And then the, the drug dealer at the end, uh, he shows up like, Nick Cage, you never paid for drugs. Not, Not once. once. And then murder. That part, <laughs> that, that phrase, the, what is it? You got to always close the books or like the accounts yeah. come due or something. Yeah. You always got to open accounts payable. Yeah. Accounts. Yeah. It's like, dude. Was he actually just working in the accounting department and just kept fucking shit up, or <laughs> what? Like, <sighs> I, it was it was clearly supposed to be a metaphor of like he owes me money, and I'm gonna shoot, <laughs> and then haha, this is how I get. But like, it's clearly saying like ha, your horrible actions have caused the deaths of people around you. Your accounts always come due. Learn your lesson, Nick Cage. Blah, 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 blah. I, I would say that guy needs to fucking learn how to. Fire a gun properly. <laughs> yeah. Can we? Can all, you just want to talk about it now? Fuck, Fuck it. Yeah. This movie's not worth anybody watching. They're not yes. gonna double check. Like, okay. Yeah. Don't. Zand- oh God. Zandali. This was not fun. Go watch Walk Hard instead. Yes, yeah. please. <laughs> we, we jumped on this grenade for y'all. But like we said, like at the end of the movie. Zandali ends up getting shot. You know, the bullets were meant for uh, Johnny Collins, Nicholas Cage's character, mm. and. Um, and the thing was, she's acting like she wants to jump in front of the bullets, right? She motions like she's doing it. And again, editing, never fucking heard of her. And uh, <laughs> the, the guy fires the gun. Not only is she not in front of Nicolas Cage, she's still in the exact same spot she was in the last fucking frame and then just gets shot three times in the heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, Joe... Uh Joe Pantaloon. Pantaloon. And just randomly on the street corner, just wanders up. I mean, they worked there. Yeah. Like, it was Bourbon Street. That's a busy town. That's a busy happening town. But no, like, that drug dealer was like maybe 20 feet away. Yeah, that's the first time we've seen him. Cage and Zandalee. And they, Cage and they're side by fucking side. And she's 100 pounds soaking wet, maybe six inches wide. Yeah. Cage is just Cage. And this, this asshole still fucking misses him entirely. <laughs> I can't believe his fucking hair didn't do the spawn cape thing and just, like, shield them both. <laughs> what is he, like, bayonetta now or something? I mean, I'm sorry. That that couldn't. I, I know the top half was his real hair. There's no fucking way. That was some Hulk Hogan fucking fake bangage happening behind his neck. It was bad. It was a, in a history He's, of bad mullets, that ridiculous. one's a bad mullet. He was such a horrible person. How, how is Judge Ryan? gonna have better hair than you in a movie that's, that's fucking stupid <laughs> and better better facial hair too <laughs> oh that like terrible God. like goatee like thing <laughs> like I love how uh, for, to the listeners out here um, out there I just want to preface this by saying if you haven't seen my face which a lot of you haven't <laughs> I know some of you have but a lot of you haven't um, I normally rock a beard but uh, here lately, um, as of a few days ago, I've entered the stash phase of my life. And <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I thought I was going to hate it, but I kind of fucking dig it. 
Yeah. That yeah. being said, everyone has a mustache in this movie, and I'm just like, you're all getting sued. I'm going to 91, and I'm shaving all your faces. You uh, <laughs> you should just be Judge Reinhold from this movie for, like, Halloween. No. Walk around, like, <laughs> wave, waving a gun at people. Like, yeah, though, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that at first. You are like, you know what? You should just be Judge Reinhold in this movie. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you just need to start, like, quoting bad poetry. <laughs> like, the list of people in this movie is shocking. Yeah. Yeah. It's Cage, Judge Reinhold, Marissa Tomei, Steve Buscemi, Joe Pantaleone, fucking Aaron Neville. Singer Aaron Neville plays bartender. Just, oh, just there. Damn it. If he I, had an outfit, though. It, I mean, me. I'm pretty sure Aaron Neville just brought that shit from home. Yeah, it was cool, though. Yeah, it was a good look. But uh, The old guy that was the... The old woman, like the grandmother's, like bowtie guy. Yeah, he seemed. I've seen him in something before too. He, he in Abercrombie. He was in a lot of Seinfeld. And then, uh, the, yeah, the kid from Gremlins was in this. That the, you, I didn't catch that until you said something about. He it. just looked like, really fair. I was like, man, that guy, I had to look it up. Like, I think, love Gremlins. You think Matt Smith was a huge fan of this movie before he became the Doctor? Because this movie has bow ties and fezzes and Matt Smith was known for his bow ties and his fezzes. I'm still confused about the whole room full of fezzes. Yeah, that was odd. Uh, they were having some kind of I guess it was like a bachelor party what, or What if it like was an Indiana or some shit like that. Indiana Jones like cosplay uh, <laughs> contest but everyone dressed like that one guy. Well, he made some kind of he, like, he made some kind of joke before walking out like about wearing the fez and she was like something about being dangerous and I was just like, is he making like an Indiana Jones joke? Pretty sure that was the, the, the goal there. Yeah. Also, remember when I said, man, I've definitely seen Erica Anderson and stuff before? Uh-huh. I was fucking wrong. This is the only thing I've ever seen. Seen her in. <laughs> well, I know, like, well, besides the Nightmare on Elm Street five. So I was yeah. trying to do the. I was like, I think I said earlier, I was trying to do research for this movie, just so I could like do homework. I couldn't find shit. No, the only thing I could find was apparently the scene where he paints on her. She got like really uncomfortable with that. Yeah, because it looked like, violent and angry. And yeah, yeah. And then it's on the Wikipedia page. And the only yeah, that's the only yeah. like Wikipedia. That's it under production. And then so I looked at the director, <laughs> being like, "What all has this guy done?" A lot of TV show stuff and random, like, three movies. Yeah. He, he did Free Willy 3. Oh, good. Yeah, that was made for TV, by the way. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. I, just, I was just checking to see if IMDb had anything about this movie. There's no, not, there's not no, a lot here. It's the same things. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing. There's, like, this movie just... It just happened, and everyone was like, well, that happened. We're going to go back. Yeah. Because, like, Nicolas Cage's character is repulsive. Extremely. Like, yeah. there is there is there is assault of all kinds, like sexual assault. There's full-on rape. He smacks people around. He essentially kills Judge Reinhold. He's a drug-addled like, layabout. He can't paint for shit. I, I said it. I can't, like, <laughs> I didn't, like, his motivation made, like, Zero, like he was just like, you're gonna if you don't if you don't leave him, I'm gonna make him leave you. And it's like, you're a horrible person. Just bad. I just, I I want bad things to happen to. You. It's like, and it's still hammering at home because uh, of the one scene where uh, Zan goes to his um, flat and like the answer machine and there's like at least two or three women leaving messages on his machine. I think those were all supposed to be Marissa Tomei. There yeah. was one voice that was not. At least, because like it was, uh, wasn't. What was her name again? 
Remy. Remy. It wasn't Remy. It was Remy. I don't know. I thought it was, was a bit in the movie. I joke. <laughs> I laughed really hard about that in my head just because I was just like, it's kind of like Sam Remy and Spider Man, and you're in Spider Man, and maybe I'm just mm. trying to dissociate because this movie's so horrible. <laughs> well, it's not good. Like the look on my face, this entire movie. If, have you seen Hot Fuzz? Yes. Yeah. You know the scene where Sergeant Nicholas Angel and. Danny Butterman go to the Romeo and Juliet production uh, and everyone breaks into song and they're just staring at the, the, the stage confused and horrified with their mouths agape. Yes. Yeah. That was me most of this fucking movie. You say that, and all I can think of is the gift that I use every time from that one, where him loading the shotgun, going shame. Yeah, was a good, I mean, most of those, that whole movie is like we should talk about Hot Fuzz instead. Yeah, we should talk about those movies. <laughs> They're way better. Oh my god! Uh, and, and and again, fuck fucking a the back and forth um, between Zandali and Nicolas Cage, like especially the one scene when the first time she says her husband's name while they're getting it on. Yeah. And then he's just fucking pissed. He like shoves, he like fucking rushes himself off of her and like gets to the back. And then she's immediately like, we can't do this anymore. The next day, like has a key to his place. Like I might way to do this some more. <laughs> so it's my lunch break. It's like, that. it's like, what she say? It was like it relieves stress. It takes or the something. edge off. Oh yeah, it takes, the, takes edge the edge off. <laughs> Goes over there and like destroys the answer scene, destroys everything. And it's, that scene where like he she throw or he t- gets off of her and throws himself away because she said her husband's name. It you could see the hard cuts where there was other yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it would be like I'm trying to think of something that the audience or you guys would know like there's a scene in uh in harlan williams rocket man that i love where like the static is blinking out so. you've all seen it yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, he's talking and it feels like there's static on the phone and you're just missing chunks of what should have been there that's how this movie is edited and it's really obvious in that scene yeah it's like oh, i can't i said my husband's name and that's why with a donkey and then i was like we can't do this anymore that's how ridiculously schizophrenic it feels. It'd yeah. be like if we were having a conversation and suddenly it just cut out and then the next moment you know we were all screaming at one another for no reason. It's like yeah. I made the joke uh, earlier in my like short review like this is very like Tommy Wiseau, Neil Breen-esque. Yeah. Like, it's not good. No. Like, no. like effort was put into it. However, <laughs> the product was not great. Like, I feel like Nicolas Cage is trying his damnedest because he always tries his damnedest. Well, I feel like Judd Reinhold was doing, mm. like... He he slept walk through some scenes. I think he could tell what sort of movie this was going to be by the end of it. <laughs> he was like, how much How much are y'all paying me again? And and Aaron Neville was just there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was just there. And God, and like I said, like, Reinhold didn't pop me until the end when he got, when fucking full-blown Joker mode. And um, Driving the boat hella fast. And like, he's actually acting there. It was really good. <laughs> and like we said earlier, like he's in the movie probably total of maybe f- not even five minutes. But Steve Buscemi, he's always a delight to see. Mm-hmm. You sh- you, Zandali, you should have went with the felon, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Every time it cuts to Reinhold, he's either like sitting down looking depressed or he's standing up looking depressed. Yeah. Well, he he's to, on the boat shooting things. He had yeah. to sit down to rest because of all the simulated sex that was in the a director's <laughs> cut of the film. That's a lot of stress he's on the like, knees and the glutes. He, he found out later, and he said, like, they cut my dong out multiple times. Yeah. 
I was about to say like if I like I've seen Judge Reinhold's butt now. If I get if I see his dong, <laughs> you're just like, done. I've seen Flea's dong like a week ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's all over that Woodstock special. Yeah, the, like the like there's a third of the the third of the third of the Woodstock special should have been just called Chapter Three. Flea's, Flea's dong. <laughs> yes, Flea's dong. <laughs> uh. Wow. But yes, um, God, what kind of fucking I still like, think nursery rhyme was this? I'm just gonna go with the idea that we had at the very beginning is she died when she ran in front of that train, and this is all just like an out of body experience. Uh, yeah, Zandley liked to jog, and she kept jumping in front of people and things like trains and shit. Like jumping into the void. There's into the void. There's no way that she beat that train. She she what? died. No, no, the stunt person, no, she was fine. She was over here chilling, but the stunt person, however, totally dead. Just totally dead. Just like, smeared. In my head, this is just Neil from the Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, he's just had a weird dream one night. What he, if it's the thing that we talked about earlier? What? What if it's, this is Cypher's part of the Matrix? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, like, no wonder he wanted to be rescued. This was his day. Yeah. He was just stuck in that loop. Man, but but Cypher looking fierce in a dress, though. So. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Like, when no those, joke. Like, when those no, kids no were shame. dealing drugs in front of the shop, and she ran outside, and he like came out after them, and they were like, "Nice slip." I was like, "Oh yeah, it's a nice slip." Yeah. Like, you damn right it is. Fuck you. I'm back here eating steak with sunglasses like, on. Like, let's. I want to watch the movie with him and Steve Buscemi just hanging out. That'd be a movie. Yeah. Oh, the commentary. Yeah. <gasps> What if they had a commentary on their own <laughs> of a movie that they're barely in. <laughs> it's just the, the director's cut of this is just them like with just like doing dub overs of the entire movie. They uh, should re-edit this movie and just cut out everything but leave those characters. Yeah. Be six minutes, be great. Yeah. God. I'd give it a, I'd give it like a three. Yeah. <laughs> it's like and and when you like I don't think there's ever a moment when you think that this movie is going to take a logical turn, but there was a split second where I thought, you know, things were going to go down a semi-normal road. It's when, you know, everything is found out, I suppose. Well, you know, Judge Reinhold, there's a bit where he's just like, he knows an affair's happening. However, he just doesn't want to know. He's like, I know you've been doing things. I just don't want to know. Blah, blah, blah. So he's like, hey, let's get away for a while. So they get away. Lo and behold, he goes to the store to pick up a six-pack. There's Nick Cage over there. And by this time, everything's already hot and heavy. I, again, time moves weird with the editing in this film. Like, they've already, like, gotten to their getaway spot. They've already, like, you know, smacked that all on the floor one time, at least. <laughs> and it was really good because she said the line. She would go, see, her parts do work. That She'll was work so work. weird. <laughs> and Did then they go to the store to pick up the fucking six-pack. And there he is, his buddy, also wanting his wife. And then, like, okay, now, th this is when my brain thought it was going one way. He walks outside. And he walks out. They do their little dance, like we mentioned earlier. And they I was did. just like, "Okay, is, is, yeah. is this got to be like a three-way dance kind of situation? Very intense, weird dance. Yeah, yeah. it was something. It, I mean, it made it made me it made me chuckle. It definitely made me giggle. However, like I'm thinking, okay, they're gonna be like, all right, we could still be married, but you know, on the days I'm just not for it, you know." You can have my buddy, <laughs> right? Okay. Yeah, that was one way I thought this shit was gonna play out. All right, and then. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm glad I remembered this. The lot, the fucking turn, is when it was like, he goes, God, who wants, who wants a beer? 
And she goes, I'll take one. And then he's just like, well, come get it. And I'm like, whoa. (laughs) Like, y'all were just hunky-dory. Y'all were in a shed just bumping uglies about five minutes ago. And then then it's like, I'll get it to her. I was like, oh, God, okay. And then the gun came out. I was like, oh, my God, (laughs) people are about to get murdered. Lo and behold, they they take a little boat ride together. They were going to go to their old fishing spot when they were pals. And then, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. He uses a British accent during that part, too. According yeah. to the According subtitles. According to subtitles. <laughs> it sounded just like Judge Reinhold to me. Yes, he was just like acting his own vernacular like from the very beginning of the movie. But <laughs> but like, but the uh, subtitles were like, fuck, you say it to me? Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. he gets flung from the boat. Judge Reinhold does. Judge Reinhold does. Yeah. And then uh, Zandali is about to go after him. And then Nick Cage is like, we're going to have a discussion first. He just fucking pops her. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then like fucking smacks the shit out of her. Goddamn right cross. Like, no, we're going to talk. <laughs> He's drowning. No. <laughs> okay, now this is where my mind goes, oh, my God. She's going to go in. She get tangled. And then she gets tangled. I'm like, oh my God, he's fucking Nick Cage is going to go in. All three of them are going to drown and then credits. <laughs> gonna, of course, that's not how it played. No. <laughs> We're going to Romeo and Juliet this shit. Everybody yeah. dies. It's like Romeo, Juliet, and Dave. <laughs> <laughs> like, because Judge Reinhold's drowning. And then Cage grabs Zandley and says, yeah, you sit right here next to the stump. We're going to have another talk. I'm going to pop you another one. <laughs> and he goes out to try and save Judge Reinhold. He brings him back up, and Judge Reinhold fucking bites him in the neck. Like, full-on chunk out of his fucking and, throat. And drowns himself. And he's dead. Yeah. That he's was, dead. Yeah. That was incredibly unexpected. I just was sitting there, like, just beside myself at that point. Like, actually, I was beside you, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, I'm going to assume not a lot of time had passed when uh, he, you know, just came in because the door was open mm-hmm. after uh, Reinhold had uh, RIP'd. Yeah. Unal- uh, he had been unalived. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, TikTok. <laughs> Thanks for that dumb this shit. This is after the grandmother is, like, trying to get rid of ants, and she tries... Zan reaches down and squishes one of the ants with her fingers and she's like, I'll go get the poison myself. And she just, the old woman just walks off like. Uh, she, she's mad at Zandley because like, Judge Reinhold's dead. But but you you just approved of my, uh, you know. Yeah. And, Hypocrisy and double standards, yeah. Yeah, but I, mm, never like, mind. <laughs> it, it just, it would have made so much more sense if Judge Reinhold's character had shot himself in the face. Instead of the drowning thing, it would have been more effective it still would have had everything they needed to happen, but no, he drowns. Yeah, so fucking weird. And then and if, he can swim. And like after that, it just immediately cuts to the graveyard and his, and she's got a bag of chicken and biscuits. Yep. Because she gives, <laughs> she offers to Steve Buscemi for reasons. Yeah, she's just yeah. she was hungry. And shows up for the third time in the movie. This is probably his uh, minute fifteen mark, also. And yeah. well, and he like and he recognizes her too. Like random woman that I saw on the street. Well, he recognizes well, someone he can ask for money first, and then he's yeah. like, "Hey, I know you." Yeah. Look I, at my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. And, and then Nicholas Cage is just waiting in her house, and like, yeah, I can't quit you. And they try to have sex, and it doesn't work. And she gets up and grabs a, a trench coat, goes walking down the street, and he follows her, and that's when his drug dealer shoots her. Who yeah. Who is the first time we ever see him in the entire movie? Yes, like he's mentioned by Aaron Neville. 
Like twice. Yeah. There's a an answering machine message for Cage, who yeah. freaks out, destroys all his paintings, covers himself in black paint. He had a true Cage freakout moment. It was that was something. And then shot. She's dead. Nasty. She carries her walking down the street, dead body covered in blood. I I find That's it movie. in. I find it interesting at one point when like Reinhold was talking about like he's like he was like quoting random stuff like when he was drunk he brings up the Macbeth line of like the spot and I'm just like oh that's that's kind of funny and then it ends on and this is kind of are you guys trying to just make New Orleans Macbeth I just watch this be based on some sort of fucking bullshit Shakespearean play I mean if it was nobody's saying anything about it because you there's nothing online no it's it is bizarre how much there is how little there is about this movie online this was my interpretation of um, of flight of the seabirds <laughs> you know I, what I would think happened is the internet collectively ate a lot of tums <laughs> well I mean in 91? Yeah. When, <laughs> I mean, really the most important takeaway <coughs> of Zandali to, I guess, kind of wrap up this bullshit is that Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story is a <laughs> tremendous film. You yeah. should, and, it's great. And you should all watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, avoid the temptations of Zandali and just enjoy Walk Hard. Or Hot yeah. Fuzz. Or Hot Fuzz. Or, like, it... Really, you could just scroll through our past episodes of this show, and like 85 to 90% of the things we've watched other than this are going to be a better option. Hell yeah, baby geniuses. (laughs) (laughs) I said 85 to 90. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to know what? I watch Baby Geniuses. I, yeah, I would. It, this. If if you put me in a torture chamber and said I could either watch Zandali or Baby Geniuses on repeat, I would probably go with Baby Geniuses. Oh, like, there gravy. is not a lot I would rather watch. Zandali than that we've watched before. Like I've seen some bad films in my time, but this one is like here the problem isn't that it's like funny terrible. No. Like the fanatic's bad. I'd probably rather rewatch the fanatic. Yeah. Same. It's a worse movie, but I'd rather rewatch it. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Gotti made me raise my score of the fanatic. Right. I work weird on my letter like, box, y'all. <laughs> I'd rather rewatch Gotti. I had a better mm. time with Gotti by far. Than this, yeah, I so mean, much better. Yeah, this movie's just uncomfortable and not fun. I did rate this higher than Gotti. <laughs> the only reason it got what it did is because uh, uh, Joe Pantaloons yeah. and his non-pantaloons <laughs> right. looked fucking fly, girl. <laughs> like the only thing this movie has going for it is that it's really short. It, it, still, it did not short. feel like it, it at all. Short, no. I, sw- I swear to God, there were several moments where I was like, yep, that feels about the book 20 right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kept checking my phone every once in a while. I was being like, has it been that? Like, I even, like, I left my shit on. I was like, I'm going to let it charge. My phone's already fucking sucky. I need a new one that doesn't hold a charge anymore. I'm going to leave it there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I wonder what time it is. I was like, this movie's still going. I, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I resisted the urge to check. I was like, no, nah, nah. it's still going. Because I actually, I, I was looking up information on the movie. I went to the Wikipedia page, and I saw before, like, the other day, Zandali dies. Okay, that's the end of the movie. I When that happens, I know we're done. 
And so, like, the last 30 minutes, like, okay, she's going to die now, right? Please. <laughs> Please, God. Just shoot her right home. Like, I know she gets shot. <laughs> like, I saw that word. Just gets fucked to death. Like, oh, Nick wow. Cage. I'm like, oh, there's a gun. He's got a gun. Ryan Holt's got a gun. Man, you were, you must have got really fucked up then. <laughs> I was like, uh, that's a gun. It's, just, it's almost over. It's, oh, no, he's dead. Fuck. <laughs> You're like, we still have like 10 more minutes. God damn it. <laughs> like, it's one of those movies that just warps space time as you're watching it. It's bad. Yeah. Like, like I, I wouldn't want to watch jujitsu instead of this because jujitsu made me motion sick. But it's it's real close with jujitsu. I wouldn't want to watch Left Behind instead of this. <laughs> no, because I've already seen it twice. Oh man, and uh, I don't want to watch it again. Uh, shout out to my um, uh, friend on TikTok, McChisla, which <laughs> is a huge fucking fan of the film Left Behind. He the is 2014. Wrong. <laughs> oh, but um, <laughs> it's like God. Uh, I love that bit though. Whether it's a bit or not, Ed, you know what? Maybe there are people that enjoy that movie. I I can't imagine anybody but the authors of the book series would like it. Even they were like, I don't know. It's, it's like, right. I've come across people that enjoy The Fanatic. No. Like, <laughs> legit. Everybody has that, that one one movie that they just, like, cling to. Wrong with people. <laughs> it's that one security blanket, The Fanatic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to write myself in The Fanatic Much now. like there's this one, it's like, God, I want a warm, cozy movie just puts on a copy of Zandalee. No. It's standard no. death. Nope. No. Yo, where's the fucking Shout Factory fucking version of Zandalee? Okay, I, look, if you're listening to the show and Zandalee is one of your favorite movies, I need you to find another show. <laughs> yeah, we need you to leave. You're not welcome right now. We know who you are. We can see. We see you hitting that pause button. Probably whatever asshole left that last review on Apple. Oh, oh, what was that? I'll tell you. Later. Oh, okay. Fuck that guy. Oh no. All the fun. Trump guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, never mind. That's then. hurtful. We're good. No one's more handsome than Trump. Trump 2024. First of all. Fuck you. You know Donald Trump was name dropped. He was he was, oh god I movie. I think I already blocked it out. Second of all, we are all like I don't even like myself that much, but goddamn, we are all much more handsome than Donald Trump. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Like that is just objective fact. Reinhold's ass was much more objectively. Also, the weird thing is he left that review with a five star review. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, it's weird, right? Um like Can't wait for the next one. We're clearly He's a not. fan. <laughs> They're a fan. <laughs> like we, we have clearly never been on that side of the political spectrum. Like we've not tried to hide that shit. No. So it's a, like it's no. just weird. It's just a weird choice. Yeah. Okay. You know what's even weirder? Now that I think about it, technically Nick Cage did blackface in this movie. He did. Oh. Mm, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I, mm, no. I don't think that's. Oh. Why. Accurate. And he had black paint on his face and his he, arms and his legs. His, and uh, mm, he went he, whole Roddy Piper instead of half Piper. It's like a. So, Walkhard, the Dewey Cox story. This has actually just been a secret review for this five second scene from Dewey Cox. Oh, such a, I'm going to have to watch that when I get home to sort of cleanse the palate. I don't know what I'm going to watch when I get home. Oh, man. God. I'm going to watch, um, I don't know, maybe some batteries not included, too. I'm going to kickstart that shit. No, you got to watch, watch the sequel to Grease. I have. I've seen the sequel to Grease. Cool Rider. Oh, we should make a sequel to Zandalee. 
It's going to be five minutes long. It has we'll to be. We'll just all shave our beards down to mustaches. Well, it has to be a zombie movie, right? She has to come back. <laughs> oh, Zombily. It, it is in New Orleans, so, you know. Bring Cage back. Somebody call Marco. Hello? It's a gun. Marco Manone. Our friend, our Valentine, Marco. That's an idea. Zombie Zandali. That means you'd have to watch Zandali, but, you know, we all suffer for our art, right? Totally. Hey, Marco, if you're still listening to our show, uh, let us know how you feel about Zandali. Actually, I'm kind of curious to see if he's ever seen it. It is in New Orleans. Yeah. We, uh, we, we did partly agree that it was the prequel to the book, so. And I will, I will go, I will even go a little further. Fucking Steve Buscemi was wearing a white jumpsuit. He was wearing a white jumpsuit in fucking Con Air. Yeah. Same saying. fucking character. Oh, yeah. No, it's the prequel I, I to Con Air. Yeah. yeah. Like, first he was, like, stealing shit, you know, then he got the taste of blood. The Buscemi-verse, that's where we are. Ooh. Yeah. We've entered the Buscemi-verse. No Demodome in this and one. And then though. after Con Air, he calmed down, got a new identity. And he remembered his old pal Billy Madison from school. Mm-hmm. Sure oh. did. Yep. But at some <laughs> well, point, Billy Madison remembered him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but at some point, his fucking he, life there, bud. <laughs> at some point, he picked up bowling. Yeah. Y'all better like this fucking episode if you got that reference. Come on. <laughs> We're talking levels here. Look, we we have done our best to talk about this goddamn movie for almost an hour. We've talked about Zandley more than we talked about Raising Arizona. And I'm sure our friend Eric's face is just exploding with rage. Wow. Wow. We have talked about <laughs> Zandali more. Than, I mean, but we have made it known like several times that it is in a weird sort of fucked up way easier to fucking uh, have longer and talk shit about bad movies, bad movies yeah, yeah. than the good one. The good is like, I mean, you could talk about good movies. There's just yeah. some you really can't. Talk about that much sometimes. Yeah, like good B movies or like if it's a Van Damme movie or a Lunger movie, like, he flipped the fucking car. Ha, ha, ha. Like those are good, and also you can talk about it a lot. But it's like really fun movie like Raising Arizona. We've said it a hundred times. Like aside from just telling you what happens in the scenes and why we like it, it's like, a damn good film. Yeah, it's like oh this thing was funny. Oh yes, I agree. This thing was also funny. It it just doesn't work as well yeah. as shitting on something like Xandali. Yeah. It doesn't work here. You can't be like, oh, he came in his wife again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, hey, look, here's more titties. <laughs> oh, my, titties. oh, my so God. So many titties. Like, wow. There was full frontal one, like, the first five minutes of this movie. Yeah. Like, I would I would be surprised if this, if this role, like, put that particular actress off of, like, acting for good. Uh, she did do an episode of the Red Shoe Diaries later on. What is the Red Shoe Diaries? That was like a Cinemax softcore porn series. This movie felt like softcore porn. I also yeah. saw like, and I, I know it was like a USA show, something called Silk Stockings. Uh, yep, yeah, that, that was, was a late yeah, night one. Some, yeah. That was a USA up all night. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember who she was in fucking Nightmare. Was, was that the one forever. where she was like... Um, uh, working out and then turn into a road. That wasn't her, was it? I don't th it's been forever since yeah, I've seen it. Same. Know. I can't clock that one. Uh, I, I can say that I'm pretty sure she's a big Gavin Rossdale fan, just judging from that first shot. She wow. Because <laughs> there's a whole lot of bush. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, oh, I've been waiting for two hours to make you're that not, joke. You're not lying. They're remaking Constantine. He better. He, they're doing a new Constantine sequel. He better be in it. Well, he was quite dead in the last one. He was a demon. Yeah, they got punched to death with blessed brass knuckles. But demons can come back. You don't know that. He probably ended up in purgatory. I mean, just because his face like f 
I mean, all of him faded away in a cloud of dust, but you know, you never, yeah. never know. We could be playing by a fucking supernatural rule. We all know we want like a holy shotgun. Oh, yeah. Look, I loved that movie when I saw it, and I love it still. Look, I'm look. Okay, look, boss logic. Okay, I know you're a big wig and all. You think you, you hot shit and whatnot, but God damn it, you need to spill the beans on where you got the replica light, the Constantine Zippos. Okay, yeah. I need to know. You know how fucking long I've been waiting to get my hands on one of those goddamn things since I saw that movie in fucking theaters. Okay, <laughs> since I was since I actually had a reason for a lighter when I smoked cigarettes. Okay, actually, I had to drive yeah. to Birmingham to see that movie. Boss Logic made like a, a Constantine 2 poster earlier today, and some asshole commented on it. I was like, I just didn't like this movie because you know the characters. I'll oh, fuck off, guy. And Boss Logic immediately jumped in, like, essentially the nice nerd way of saying, Hey, uh, how about fuck you? <laughs> I hope that guy is listening to this show because guess what? You know how I became a fan of fucking Constantine? That goddamn movie. So yeah. suck it, nerds. Like, honestly, <laughs> I've never seen a bad representation of Constantine in any of the extended DC media. Oh, that's fair. Matt Ryan. <laughs> Matt, Matt Ryan Ryan's was good. Great. Keanu Reeves was great. And you know what? Jenna Coleman was fucking fantastic. I need Sandman. to get to that episode. I haven't she, gotten around to it. So goddamn good. Yeah. Like, honestly, she's the most screen accurate Constantine. That's good. She's like, just like, you're watching the whole time. Like, that's fucking Constantine right there. Is She's great. Yeah. So, yeah. Love Constantine. So, Love Keanu. Yeah. Happy for more. Go watch Constantine with yeah, Keanu Reeves and not Zandali. Yeah. No, not God, Zandali. that that man, we should have watched that instead. Yes, yeah. we should have. <laughs> well, Pat did request it for one of your birthday choices coming up. Yes. And speaking of what we've got coming up, next week, we are going to be having a full house on another installment of the Impression Game. Yeah. Going to be a good time. You best turn in. Uh, following that, October 6th, we will be watching Into the Spider-Verse, which will be uh, much more fun. God oh, damn it. Such I'm, a good movie. It is. On October 13th, it's an Uncaged episode. We're very excited. Yeah. Because we're going to the wild, wild west. <laughs> we're Not wild, just we're any wild, wild west. west. <laughs> oh my God, yes. A steampunk <laughs> wild west. October 20th, we will be watching The Wicker Man with special guest Eric. Whose uh, whose blood vessels have probably exploded in his forehead for how much we talked about this instead of raising Arizona, and I can't wait to you know make him curdle some more. Oh, it's gonna be a good time. <laughs> so is our objective to kill this man? No, he's no. a good guy, but oh, okay. we're gonna make him angry. Good, all right. We so make him make, angry a lot. I'm, I'm taking notes here. Yeah. Uh, and then October 27th will be our scary movie spooktacular, where we'll be taking a Twitter poll. To decide what we watch, because you sons of bitches made us watch The Ginger Dead Man last time. <laughs> and so everyone who will be on that episode will pick a movie, and we'll post it on Twitter, and Twitter will vote on it, and then we will rue the day we were born. It should be a good time. Now, now, is this like a, a is this a free for all? Is it like a legit scary, like bad? It's good, bad, well, or any, uh, anything just, up for grabs? Just to give a little heads up to show you where my head is at on this, my pick is going to be Ernest Scared Stupid. Got it. I, I, I'm, I'm currently between two. I've decided which one of my childhood terror movies I want to force y'all to watch. <laughs> it's either going to be uh, Event Horizon or Prophecy. That's fair. The Skinless Bear movie. Yo, I've been wanting to watch Event Horizon. I still haven't seen it. Of course, if you pick Prophecy, I might pick The, Pro the Prophecy. <laughs> Wait, are we going to do like what we almost did last time where you were like going to pick I picked Crawl and I was going to pick Crawl? Yeah, that would be fun. 
which I found out, and I told Jeremy uh, earlier, yes. does have one of those nifty retro VHS uh, Blu-ray slipcovers. I've got to go get that. Also, I've got the Marvel <laughs> Comics two-issue adaptation of it in the shop. Yeah. I was like, I think I was telling you about uh, Enter the Gungeon. One of the weapons in the game is the glaive, and it even has the, the, the text. Oh, <laughs> I love man. that movie. I saw it, I saw it as a kid, and it was just absolutely fascinating. Also, it's got a really young Liam Neeson in it. That's fair. So Baby does Excalibur. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, all right. Well, that's what we've got coming up on the docket. Next week's going to be fun. We're going to get a lot of our older impressions, the retired ones. We're going to revamp the whole system. Don't let me forget to take all that shit with me when I leave tonight. Heard that. Hey, take all uh, that shit with you when you leave tonight. Fuck you. So, he's <laughs> <laughs> doing what he told him to do. <laughs> Thanks, Ken. <Hey. Karen. laughs> Put down the gun. Here's the kendo stick. Oh, bullets. Shit. We're going to drive the boat faster. Yeah. I'm backflipping out of the back for some reason. Woo! Bye, so it's going to be a big fun time on the impression game with uh, you know, Ken's going to be here. Mila's going to be here. There's rumors we might have a Pat and a Jojo along with us three, of course. So, yeah, might be a good time. Might be a good time. Maybe. Uh, so, tag team edition. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what somebody say? Tag team? Rumbleverse? What? And uh, if you, know, you like the show, <clears throat> give us a listen on other stuff. You know, check out our merch store, tpublic.com slash users slash Cajun Greatness. You can also go check out the other show, All You Can Hear. That's Pat's show. And this past uh, week's episode, Monday's episode, was the Letterbox Game Tag Team Edition. Holy fuck, was that a day? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm still sweating. <laughs> God, that was... <laughs> That was a tough one. <laughs> that was a day. That was, who boy. I felt, that felt like a shift. Yeah. At work. Oh, man. It was, it was <laughs> 15 minute increments for every recording bit that we did, and it felt like an hour each time. <laughs> wow. Uh, but it was fun. So yeah, go check that out. Give that a listen. Uh, Cannon, where can <clears throat> the people find you? Well, I have been that Cannon guy, and you can find me and follow me at that Cannon guy on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Fuck. Uh, Letterbox, Goodreads, and TikTok. I, I, I don't get them right all the time. Uh, Jeremy. fuck? Yeah. Uh, hey, let me look that up real that's quick. That's new social media. Yeah, okay. It, uh, uh, beta right now. Beta, okay. Yeah. yeah. You have to sign up for, for Alpha 5 testing. I'm getting like an adult warning <laughs> on my phone. Dude, I got a fucking... Uh, I, I'm sorry. I know we're in the fucking... <laughs> I, just, all right, y'all. Everyone know I fucking vape. I got a fucking warning on my TikTok stream the other day. Oh, that's funny. like using what is being used in this stream may be harmful to you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> that's pretty great. They're watching you, uh, man. Tick, TikTok's the worst. Yeah, it's fun. But it's, uh, the, the big brother on TikTok's the worst. Yeah. Jeremy. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram at Tunes Cosmic Reality. Uh, you can also find me on Letterbots at Backwards Hero. And now that it's up and working, you can find me on twitch.tv slash Backwards Hero. Right now, I'm just doing Rumbleverse, where I am a six-time champion and a four-time tag team champion. Nice. Uh, and uh, starting in October, I'll be doing Hollow Knight Still Soul Run, where I'm going to cry my eyes out because uh, one death and that's it. Hell yeah. Can't you know, wait to watch you cry on stream. It yeah. should be a good time. <laughs> you know what should be a good time? Uh, Maybe one day we play a little Grand Theft Auto online, all of us. The Cajun Greatness stream, we do it on Twitch. What if we do that? Oh, my mm. God. The insanity. That would be a good time. I think it's doable. Something to look at. If you, hey, listeners, if you want to watch us play video games, tell us. Leave the comments. We'll do what we have to to get it up and running. I, I can totally make us do uh, Jackbox games on Twitch because that's always fun. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that'd be a good time. Because that has audience interaction. Yeah, no, I've seen the Game Grumps do that. Uh -huh. It's good stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want that, Cajun Greatness listeners, you let us know. 
We'll make it happen. Twitch.tv slash Cajun Greatness. And if you really want to make that happen, fucking send us the shit to make it happen, okay? Yeah. Yeah. We, we need like three capture cards. Uh, I need a PlayStation 4. And, uh, and uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that'll be tier five on the Patreon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> tier six, we'll come watch a movie with you. Yeah. We'll come to your house. We'll, we already know where it's at. And We're we going to Tappahannock. And this is an old school bit. Jeremy wasn't here for this one, but we will shit on your coffee table. Yep. We will shit on your coffee That's table. That's part of it. That's tier six. No, tier 10 is we drive to Tappahannock and do a live show. Look, we've already got plenty of stops on the Cajun Greatness World Tour, okay? Uh, okay. We're going to go to Ireland, hang out with that one guy. We're going to go to uh, Germany, hang out with that guy. Yeah. We're going to go to Britain, like Great Britain. I'm not sure where in Great Britain. It doesn't tell me that on SoundCloud. We're going to hang out with that guy. I feel like all of these fans are going to be upset. One of them is going to believe us. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to like immediately like making their bed. Like, I've got they're coming. Oh, dear. They're coming. Oh, dear. <laughs> Look, if they'll pay for it, we'll go. Yeah, we'll be there. <laughs> we'll get a Stonehenge and do a live episode. Mm-hmm. We might get transported to another dimension. Tappahannock? But. We'll go to Tappahannock. It's not, that's not near as far. Yeah. Columbus. I'm pretty sure it's Ohio. We got listeners there. Shitload of them. That's a Columbus, Georgia. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure it's Ohio. I'm not oh, okay. 100%. Again, SoundCloud doesn't give me that level of insight. God, SoundCloud. Columbus, Mississippi? Yeah, Columbus, Mississippi. Like, we got a guy in New Zealand and Australia both occasionally listen to us. Like, if we go to, if we go to Australia, we got to make sure we zip up our tents. Oh, yeah. No, like, I'm sending a cardboard cutout of myself to Australia. And with, like, a speaker box on it or something? Yeah, like, you can uh. just, like, put your phone on the front part of it, and I'll <laughs> FaceTime. Oh, okay. I don't want to die. Yeah. Like, the heat alone will kill me, let alone the animals. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is a wonderful kangaroo. Why has it got a knife? <laughs> oh, it's a knife fight, is it? <laughs> That's not a knife. This is a knife. And I have been Captain Shimmy. You can follow <laughs> Captain Shimmy's kind of art. Captain Shimmy's almost music. Captain Shimmy's toy box. The cuts in Zandali were just like that. That is what they were like. Like, there's a bit that you're missing, and then something else happens. <laughs> you can yep. also find me here at the comic strip in Tuscaloosa if you want to buy some comics. Uh, hey, if you're a listener of the show and you come into the shop, tell me you're a listener of the show. I'm not going to give you a discount or anything, but I'll say <laughs> hi. It'll be great. We can take a selfie. I, I don't know. What about a crisp high five? They can get all the crisp high fives they want. All right. And yeah, join us next week for the impression game. It should be a great time. It'll be way better than Zandali. Way better than Zandali. I mean, what wouldn't be? God, I'm going to work on my Zandali impression. <laughs> I know. Please, God. No. I can't wait to oh. share it with the world. It's going to be so fun. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Good night. Bye. How absurd. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? How absurd. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence.